0: Bye. Oh.
1: Elizabeth Hepburn with Children of Light. Welcome to Let's Find Out. The focus of this program is to have our hearts open to a universal, united, kind, loving, and forgiving planet. We've entered into a new decade in a new energy form, the transformational 20s. Let's all begin to strengthen the new energies on the planet, strengthen your intuition, and strive to live a peaceful existence, free from fear. What strategies, prayers, meditations, and exercise can you use to tap into the higher realms and receive messages from your departed loved ones, creating a higher vibration of living? When we're upset and confused, where can we find the answers? How can we know which path to take? The answers are here on Let's Find Out with our spiritually focused format and guests. Each episode includes Elizabeth Joyce's weekly stargazing report, a guided healing meditation, as well as Ascension music by Richard Schulman. The purpose of every broadcast is to raise your personal vibration. Now it's time for tonight's program. Let's find out with Elizabeth Joyce.
2: Good evening, this is Elizabeth Joyce, and we are exiting out of February into one of the most energetic and scary, demanding, and unveiling months that we have all year. We're coming into March on Friday. So, I have a lot of information for you, and we'll see what the outcome will be between now and the end of the summer. There is a lot of energy that will be hidden. President Biden, Donald Trump, the royal family, and the leader of China. First, Mars conjoins Pluto for the first time in 140 years. And this is explosive energy, either for good or for ill. But it's very karmic because it's Pluto. So it will involve many, many of your past lives and it could involve some ancestors. This could be very creative energy or it could result in a tower moment, a clash. It all depends on the energy created in each individual's chart. I've told you before that I could take a look at your chart even if you want to give a half hour time To have a reading, we probably could figure out what's going on with you. I feel this something big will be happening in the Middle East. The war energy is about to take an unexpected turn. It won't be a volcanic blast like the last time we had this energy, but rather a man-made explosion. Could be in the Ukraine, but I don't think so. This energy will be a catalyst of some sort, and the UN will have to become involved. Now, the UN is a peacekeeping force, unlike NATO. This war is getting out of control, and nations are going to have to step in. Donald Trump has a Pluto Pluto and Mars in his 12th house. I looked at both President's charts, so I'm going to tell you about both of Trump and Biden, and I'm just doing astrology, so don't kill the messenger here. The 12th house represents hospitals, institutions, hidden enemies, and secrets. With transiting Neptune and Saturn in Pisces, the challenge is open enemies and other people's money. This could be affect his health. Mars and Leo in the 12th house, which opposes Aquarius, where Pluto is, could cause an inner rage that erupts into serious health problems. I've talked about this before. With his son in Gemini in the 10th house, He has to be the center of attention, but this energy also focuses on his relationship with his father. He adored his father, but had a fear of him and felt very distant from him, especially in the fact that he always wanted his father's approval and didn't much feel that he got it. With Jupiter moving into Gemini, Things get brighter after May. Donald will not go to prison, and he won't have any kind of verdicts before the election regarding that. The power of the people will flourish. The Aquarian energies will flatten the greed and money-making focus that is present now. There's a lot of independence of the people coming in. In 24 and 25, they're going to get very demanding. They're going to join together, and there will be picketing in the streets. The April eclipse that's coming on April 8th, which I'll be talking a lot about tonight, can fracture Donald's finances and taxes. When Pluto moves back into Capricorn this September, it will ask everybody, Do you really want four more years of what you have now, or do you really want to change? Uranus and Jupiter in Taurus will meet up and co-join on April 20th. This will be awesome, but a little weird. Weird because it's Uranus. It can be technology, very innovative, and the last time we had this energy, was in 1941. Let me tell you a little bit about that. When Britain found a German U-boat with a new invention called the Enigma machine, and you can uh, Google that or you can go to Wikipedia, the Enigma machine helped them crack the German codes. It's E-N-I-G-M-A. So it helped helped them crack the German code, and the war took a positive turn. This conjunction will be for the greater good, whatever is coming. Jupiter is benevolent, and Uranus Uranus rules Aquarius. Aquarius is about humanitarianism, and Jupiter rules the people. So whatever is coming is going to benefit the people, a large amount of people. It can also be too much of something. We can expect an uprising, which goes hand in hand with Pluto and Aquarius. And when I, when I see too much of something, the first thing that came to mind for me was the people crossing the border. There's been too much of it. And unfortunately, the people in this country are going to start to see what that's bringing, both crime-wise and consciousness-wise, in the next six to eight months, and it's not going to be pretty. People will be shaken up by something, perhaps their own personal beliefs, or something that happens out in the world. Whatever it is, is a chance for a new start, and a very significant one, because if you look back, at the World War II discovery in 1941, without finding that Enigma machine, the British would not have won the war. We could not have turned it around. So this is what's coming. Could be some sort of a cyber discovery, something in outer space, or some incriminating email, or both. It also could bring us a completely new way of handling our money, purchasing power, banks, and finance. Remember, Uranus rules the invisible, the electricity, the things we haven't imagined yet. It brings in the future. Also, Jupiter rules spirituality. It brings in information from deep within the universe as well as long distances with the mind. And that means that you can be downloading. It means you can do distant healing. It means that you can know something that's happening in London if you live in New York. I used to do that as a child. And long-distance travel. It could be a wake-up call for all of you light workers who have been hiding their spiritual gifts under a rock or in a cave. Things are going to be in a shift, a huge shift. People are done. They're just done with all this top-down Capricorn energy. Taurus rules the land, crops, animals, as well as shipping. And the first thing on the agenda is the us mexican border. Something will happen with border control and immigration. That's what I told you first thing tonight. Something at the border. It could be great. It could be more controls. Or it could be shocking. I had previously said that Biden was going to do a 180 and crack down on the border. We shall see. So let's take a break. and. Listen to the Weekly Cosmic Tip, and I'll come back with more information about our world after this. This is Elizabeth Joyce from Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com. And now it's time for your Weekly Cosmic Tip. This is Elizabeth Joyce with your Stargazing Report. Week of February 26th through March 3rd. 2024. This week brings us Sadie Hawkins Day. So happy leap year. I hope you can catch him. We've had an extra day in 2024, which is regarded as a gift from the universe. The energy is bright, upbeat, and filled with opportunities to use to improve your life. But 2024 is different as it ramps up dynamic changes coming in for the next several years. You may have felt stuck waiting for change that did not come or action coming in fits and starts rather than in nice and smooth. In March, it's time to get moving. Consider how you can help people raise their value system so they can live at their center in spite of a chaotic outer world. Several planets in Pisces either help you bring in a higher vision into the world or drive you to step away from the outer world to separate from people who love drama. Mars and Jupiter on Tuesday will give the push needed to get out of any ruts you are trapped in. Wednesday is an excellent day for intellectual work that requires you to be focused and concentrated. It might be a good idea to avoid dating on Friday night, March 1st. They say March comes in like a lion. This one is filled with jealousy and emotional turbulence. Instead, plan a daytime get-together on Saturday when strong feelings of physical and emotional connection fill the air. It may be hard to wake up and get out of bed on Sunday, so take extra time to rest and relax. Spend the day attending to the extra light chores left undone from this past week. Learn to let go and allow things to come to you instead of trying to micromanage every detail in your life. The winds of March are roaring in, bringing progress and social change, blowing away outworn beliefs and outdated traditions. It's time to embrace the new on both personal and worldwide levels. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Visions of Reality. The website is new-visions.com. If you'd like to call to ask a question or book a reading time with me, the 24-hour answering service is two zero one nine three four eight nine eight six. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week. And now it's time to get back to tonight's program. Hi, this is Elizabeth Joyce, and that was our weekly cosmic tip. I want to remind you that I do have it on the website every week that you can read if you couldn't catch it here. Tonight, I'm going to really try to prepare you for the month of March, and we'll go back to what's happening all over. There's so much information I want to get out to you. There's the shipping, the Red Sea, the Suez Canal, the Panama Canal, and then the Pacific. And there's a lot of narrow spaces that supply-shipping ships have to work through. So missiles being shot over the ships stop them from advancing, and our supplies are going to begin to come low. You know what's been going on in the Red Sea. On the good side, the Ukraine may take back some of its land. I had said that a peace package could be signed this year in November, just after the election here in the USA. Neither country wins. It's like a settlement, but both countries will claim to be the winner. How do you do that? Right. We could be working on things like UFO types of technology. My sense is that there's already UFO bases here. They're here, they're in the ocean, and they're underground. We could even begin to see UFOs in the air, because that's Aquarius, on a regular basis, and know approximately where their stations are. If there's some real fascinating energy going on, it's going to be incredible. As I tell you every week, wherever Taurus is in your chart, where Jupiter and Uranus are transiting, this is where you will see some action going on. You could get extremely creative, have intuitive hunches, have some great ideas along with sudden changes. If the energy is in your fourth house, it could be a sudden move. Fourth house rules the home. If it's in your seventh house, which is the house of partnerships, you could elope or meet a soulmate suddenly. And if it's in the fifth or the eighth house, which is gambling, creativity, children, and other people's money. If it's in the fifth house or the eighth house, this could bring in an unexpected pregnancy or birth, maybe an early birth. The other side is that some of our land could be in jeopardy from rising sea waters, mudslides, wildfires. It could be a rough summer in California, Arizona, and Texas. California because of the mudsides, Arizona and Texas because of excessive heat. We can have innovation with growing food and creating new water sources for the dry parts of the country. This energy is very technologically oriented. This energy can manifest in so many different ways, and each one of us will experience it differently. So in April uh, through July, there could be numerous earthquakes, tsunamis. I sensed two of them, one in Mexico City and one in Peru near, near the uh, border of Ecuador. We are in a new world. We're in a new period of time ushering in new ways of doing things. I spoke about Japan last week and discovering how to heal and enrich damages in dead soil to become productive again. This also could span out into world governments with more new ideas. The amalgamation of states may be coming along as well. I think this is going to go from a for about a period of 20 years, by 2040 we'll see more of this, states will group together and form different unions in regions, and those regions will have their own independent government. This could be because of climate change. The South will have a very different experience or reaction to climate change than the Northeast, for example. We could still have a constitution and a president, but there's going to be new elective offices because we'll have a governor for each state and then we'll have a high priest or a head governor and then the president. But the rule of law will be different. I'm going to tell you about Texas and New Jersey. I had a car that I sold in Texas. I wasn't there. I sold it by phone. I did not know that Texas doesn't have a law that you have to change plates when you buy a car. So they have my old car, and they've been going through the toll booth with my old plates. To me, that's against the law. I get the toll bills. I don't know how they're going to find the driver, but that was very surprising to me. Different Regions will be able to govern themselves differently because they understand their own needs. The Northeast cannot relate to the West, and that's why we can't come to agreements on anything. And this has been one of the serious causes of separation in this country. The breaking up into sections will represent the Aquarian energies. We the people. Each area has different needs and different funding, with a skeleton government at the forefront. This will be gradual. We will change our banking and how we grow our food, independent of each other, but connected somehow. The old ways are broken now beyond prepare. There's been so much criminal activity and awful t- things happening. Something new, more robotics, climate change, centralized areas. Things are coming that we can't imagine now. It's now forming in the minds of children. And those children are going to bring forth the new ways. Uranus represents the invisible, the unknown, new forms of healing. We will still be able to heal ourselves, but even better, as well as experience free energy. We are going to find a way to have free energy. Nikola Tesla knew how to do it, but the government wouldn't let him. They tore down his tower on Long Island. ETs came right after we dropped the atom bomb. They will not allow us to blow up the planet. So, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Don't worry about a nuclear explosion. It's not going to happen. Drop into your heart, take a deep breath, and know that we're safe and protected by the universe. It's going to be very important that you remember that. So, we're we'll going to talk a little bit about Biden and Trump. Those of you who want sanity in the world need to listen. Uranus and Taurus will be squaring Donald Trump's Mars and Ascendant in April. And this can make him very weak physically. They certainly have done a lot to him in the courts to make him crazy. I don't think any of you could have tolerated very well what they've done to him, right or wrong. If Trump should lose the election, he will not remain in the U.S. He will be flat broke, and he will probably go out to live on his private island in the Atlantic. On the other hand, he could win. We never know what your eyes will do. It's invisible and unknown. I'm going to take a break here, and we're going to listen to I picked water tonight by William to remind everybody there's going to be a lot of water in March. And I will absolutely tell you a lot more when we come back.
1: Now more than ever, you need Elizabeth Joyce's Sanitizing Healing Spray. It clears and cleans viruses and germs, and it helps to prevent spreading those viruses and germs. Elizabeth's Sanitizing Healing Spray contains frankincense and sandalwood. You spray it as generously and as often as you need. You can order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. Elizabeth Joyce's Elixir Tea is really a healing tea. It's blended according to Ayurvedic principles and the chanting of Sanskrit mantras. So it assures a deep cellular healing, relief that flows from within. So drink Elizabeth's Healing Tea before you meditate. Order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986.
2: This is Elizabeth Joyce from Let's Find Out. Let's Communicate. Frank St. James passed away about a year ago, and I have not done many online readings since. However, beginning in August of 2023, I will be given one-question readings on the second Sunday of every month. What I will need from you is your birthday, the state you are calling from, and one focused question. Not what will happen to me for the rest of the year, but questions like, will I get the job? Is it best for me to move at this time? Will I get my mortgage loan? These readings will begin on August ninth, 2023. To call in, the number is 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888. I'm looking forward to communicating with you. Thank you. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. Many of you know that I was very ill when I went to winter in Florida this year. I am still in recovery, but I want to be able to continue with my weekly radio shows. In order for me to do that, I need to have listener support. I am asking for donations to download the archives. When you support, let's find out. You will receive weekly updated shows. They are well-researched and take about three days for me to write. Plus, you will become a Visions of Reality beacon of light. Please subscribe And hand in hand, we will walk this road together. And remember, I know who I am, I know what I am, and I know how I serve. Sending you love and light. Thank you.
3: Water. It's no by many names. we all drink from the same cup. It's known by many names, but to our hearts it's all the same. Oh, I can call it water. same cup we all drink from the same cup
2: That was William Vitalis with water. The perfect song to enter March and all this Pisces energy. There's going to be a lot of water, and I'll explain. So we're talking about Joe Biden, and he has in his 12th house a lot of planets. He has five planets in his 12th house, where Trump has two planets in his 12th house. Trump's planets are in Leo, and Biden's planets are in Scorpio. As far as I'm concerned, Scorpio is the more dangerous sign. And Uranus is going to be opposing it. Mars, Mercury, Venus, and the Sun are under challenges in his chart as well. I do not think he will be president. Perhaps neither of these men will be president. We could have someone completely new. Biden has not been kind but has shown a mean streak. At least his administration has. Although he will try to reverse this in the coming months, he shows no regard for law or the Constitution. At least that's how his team acts. Joe has some unexpected health issues coming up, and people will panic, but they are not life-threatening. They may try to replace him in August at the Democratic Convention. Now, Camella is a former district attorney who will not take any guff. She can be brutal and vicious as well as smart and cunning. She is still around, folks. She's still here. What will become of her is not yet revealed. She seems to just sort of disappear to me. I had a dream that she was governor of California and Gavin Newsom was president. That's interesting. As for the royal family, in 2017, I predicted that King Charles had cancer and may not become king. I said that on Coast to Coast. It must have started with his body at that time. Yes, William will be king earlier than planned. As for Catherine, she's not feeling too well at the moment. I happen to think she's pregnant and that she's staying away because she gets such bad morning sickness and they have to watch her for about six weeks. And it was funny because the other day they came out and said that she might have to be out nine months. Well, how long does it take to have a baby? I don't think she had minor surgery. I think she's pregnant. I know that she and William had talked about it a couple of months ago, and he had worried because it's so hard on her. But she said a few months of having discomfort is worth a life. So let's pray for her. William is very worried about her, and he's standing strong by her side, as well as with the children. He is not having an affair. He never had an affair, and I don't care what they say online. He went to the hospital every single day, and they're saying that he only went once because that's all that they could show. He kept going in and out the back doors. It's nobody's business. We just butt out. (laughs) The United Kingdom has some big shakeups coming with Brexit, with William, with Charles. And the, United, the, the royal family is on very unsteady ground. Charles may have to advocate. I feel that might be around May. I know he's got a big um, event planned on early May. Um, may Megan claims that that's her son's birthday, but she never had any children because she had a hysterectomy at 29. And that's going to come out, too. So the April 8th eclipse in Aries will affect Charles, William, and Catherine, and the eclipse and Jupiter moving into Gemini in May will bring William and Catherine to the throne. That's what the astrology shows. Now, remember, it doesn't happen on that day. It happens within the next six months. That's the flow of energy. We will see some major announcements this year all over the world regarding governments. Well, take a deep breath. We enter March on Friday, and I want to explain March to you. It's going to be a historic month, at least with the astrology. We have a lunar eclipse in Libra on the south node, healing the past. The spring equinox in Aries, which brings new beginnings, as well as Easter on the 31st, is early this year. The energy is building up to the solar eclipse, a very powerful, full eclipse in Aries on April 8th. And the final, the finale is the conjunction of of Jupiter and Uranus in Taurus on April 20th. So it's getting crazy out there, folks, with electricity. It's like a live wire on the street bouncing around. In March of 2024, there is a kind of a greater understanding about what is holding us back. A lot of revelation and information is coming through the collective consciousness about our attachments, including our strong beliefs and preconceived notions about our overall potential. It's all coming from within us. This is an energy building up for April 8th, the total solar eclipse, that is beginning to come into our consciousness on Friday as we enter March. March comes in like a lion and is going to come in with this whoosh of invisible energy. This month will show us our addictive cycles. It's a very powerful time for releasing things that have become pent up within us and our emotions. We have major Pisces delineums throughout the month that will bring a lot of tears. A solilium is more than four planets in one sign and in one house. This is important to be aware of with the intuitive channeling now because there's a lot of karmic, agent and ancestral emotions that are blocking some of the need for movement. They're stopping you. You feel frozen. You feel stuck. You feel isolated. You can really feel it in your body when this happens. You feel like you're in a standstill. It's the feeling of stagnation. It's a feeling of repetition, of not being in the most meaningful phase of your life. Do me a favor. Go to the Book of Runes and look up stagnation, standstill, and read it. I think it will do a lot for you. We're about to be pushed into full awareness with things, events, that remind us, oh yes, this is what my purpose is. This is why I'm here right now. This is where I have been placed in this location. This is why I'm experiencing this chain of events. On the negative side, it can be, oh my God, I spent so much energy on things that didn't matter. Now I have to face the consequences with a bit of low energy. Now that may not be in March per se, but once we hit Aries season in April with two eclipses in Libra and Aries on the North Node and South Node, this is the most volatile axis in astrology. I want to warn you and make you aware of it. That's why I present this show tonight. It's very possible for you to have some unexpected expenses. Events, experiences, or contacts with people that you never would have expected. Problematic relationship is on the surge. There's lots of polarity. People acting hot and cold. It's very volatile energy, especially if you're dealing with anyone who has a strong Aries Libra presence in their birth chart. Just know there will be a lot of tension oncoming with these people that have Aries in their birth chart. My son is an Aries. My boy, I should say my boy is an Aries. One of them, the other one's a Pisces. So what does this mean for March of 2024? What a powerful time for rest, rejuvenation, hibernation, and regrouping. It won't be just turning off. It's more like allowing certain energies of fear buried within you to come up to the surface disappear, and then you rest. You're releasing, allowing anything that has been overdone, overstrained, overcomplicated to rest. It's not a complete turning off. Again, it's a recognition of what has been overstrained and a resolution for that strain. This will begin to be introduced, and you will learn healthier, pathways forward to perk up our energy and basically give it more justice because of the deep inner worry and angst that you've been suffering from will be removed. This adds up to a very historic eclipse with major Pisces deliriums, like something has not been done right, something has been way overdone to the degree now that it has to end. I'm done. It's over. Or eclipse out as we're approaching a major transitional phase until about mid-May, when Jupiter moves into Gemini to bring us a different kind of output to get us up to date and up to speed so things can be easier, focused, and have a new purpose. So we really are going through some ending. And uh, eclipse lunar eclipse in Libra represents ending. We're getting things to become easier. Focus and to have a purpose now is the perfect way to handle the Pisces Aries influx of energy. We have this energy for February. Closing these last four days, we have this energy present. It will be here throughout March and throughout April. On either side of the eclipse energy. Things can now be automated. They don't have to be so forced, so extreme. We don't have to think about it. We don't have to overthink things so much anymore. People like to make decisions and make plans and say, well, it may go this way, it may go that way, it may go the other way, and try to plan for all of it. You don't have to do that anymore. Just make your plan and visualize the outcome and let it flow. Pluto and Aquarius is about allowing things to manifest in their natural way. Instead of being so forceful or being so pushy about expectations or controlling outcomes, a great way to work with the energies of March is to allow certain outcomes to be completely what they are. Face it, accept it, and move on, especially regarding family matters. Acceptance, which, because of karma, can feel very sad and difficult. You don't have to interfere or intervene with them. Just see it, accept it, and let it go. Another great way to work with these energies is to delegate, to automate. You can also let other people take over, especially with things you've controlled for a long time, things you force yourself to do can now be handed over to someone else. It's not like delegation, but a rites of passage. It allows yourself to begin a new journey, to move on, while still having a connection to whoever you pass the energy over to. It's like renting out your house, or allowing a cheating spouse, let him go with the other person, and you move on. Allowing an older child to break free from your apron strings. Moving away from a previous business, but still being connected with the energy. Perhaps through the heart of something. Perhaps through the heart, if nothing else. It's like if you own a restaurant and you decide to let a manager come in and you don't go in every night. You let somebody else do it. These are the energies of March, a setting free in a new way. Something used to be hard, but now a new structure is formed, new management. There's still a connection point, but it's lighter and healthier. So for March, we have the washing away of the overbearing, the overpainful, the overexpensive, the overdone energy. We have the water that William sang about. So what needs to let go in your life? What is it? What will these Piscean waters wash away for you? Is there some kind of parasitic energy, something that's taking 80% of your energy and bringing 15% back? Can it be washed away? Mars is a great month for hydration for cleansing and purifying, for restructuring, redoing certain systems. You know it so clearly by March, by the end of March, when when it closes out of 2024, if it's improperly structured, if it's too heavy, if it's too overdone. And these Pisces seleniums, these Pisces waters, are going to wash that all away. So allow it. Whether this will be be pleasant or not depends on the makeup of your birth chart. If you have a lot of water in your chart, you will need to learn to lean on the power of the universe and trust. Okay, I'm giving this away. Or I'm imagining or cultivating something that's almost like your baby, your child your project, this has been fulfilled. And I now have to put this aside or restructure all of my energy around it. This can be scary. It feels like a death. It's a cycle where we entrust someone or something or just trust our true inner senses. Trusting someone else to stand over something they used to mean so much to us so that we can allow ourselves to progress, to grow in a way that matters. This is very important to be aware of at this time. Begin to analyze what it is for you. Okay, I'm clinging to something too much. I'm so constantly burdened with thoughts that about this that is preventing my ascension my evolution that I need to have right now? How can I make the necessary changes around this so that I am still connected, but in a lighter way, so that I can evolve and move on? There's many people in my area that have homes in Florida and homes in New Hampshire, and they're here in the winter, and then they hire somebody to oversee this house And they go to Florida. Sorry, they're here for the summer and they go to Florida for the winter. That's what I'm talking about. Letting go of the house in New Hampshire while you're in Florida and having trusted people watch over it for you. This energy is basically showing us that life is a symphony. Not forcing yourself to have just one focus or one idea, but having multiple through different types of connections or lighter-handed experiences that appears appeases the multiple group as well. Okay, I play the piano, but now I'm playing the violin, and I will move over to the percussion instruments and become multi-talented, multi-experienced. It's multi-complexing. It's bringing an expanded, more balanced soul up to the higher self. This is the energy Mars brings. March comes in like a lion and out like a lamb. Much of this may not be realized until after the two eclipses. And for a lot of you, this is a lit. This is a way to process and visualize. But the Aquarian energies we've moved into is about multitasking, multiple focuses, even though it's a fixed sign, Aquarius. It's very tied to having multiple different area connections, significant. It's like a renaissance. It's important to have a lot of maturity during this time. It will take a strong and very mature hand to rebalance some of the overgrown and overdone elements of our lives without cutting away everything out of frustration or being too concerned over any stagnation that we're feeling. We're all feeling these growing planes and we have many questions like What is being removed? What will be pruned away? When will it be over? What is kept for me? There will be a need for maturity, clarity, and sobriety. You will need to meditate and check in with your higher self, your angels, and your spirit guides. Here's some of the questions you may be asking. What is the status of my body? Are there any stress injuries? Are there any abuse injuries? Am I overworking? Am I underworking? Am I oversleeping? Am I undersleeping? Again, these eclipses are in our north nodal axis, and balance will be very important to maintain, as well as your energy output balancing your budget, and regulation of your emotions and your responses. We are building up to an important karmic choice by the end of the month, which is on Easter, and certainly by April 8th. How regulated are we with our work output, our emotional output, our time for meditation, our time for recharging and regenerating energy. And if this isn't regulated by that time, I see some negative outcomes. So it's very important to be mature and to really implement healthier energy regimes now. This is a Joyce, choice, and we've come to the end of our program. I really hope that this one has been helpful to you and that you can make your plans accordingly. I'll be back next week and talk about the new moon in Pisces that's coming. And we'll take it a day at a time and a week at a time. But I wanted to introduce you to the energies of March before it hit you in the face. So we're going to listen to Elizabeth tell us about a new world. We'll listen to Moonlight on my window, have our meditation, and Richard goes out asking us to remember about forgiving. And I'll be back next week on Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com. Thank you for listening, and good night.
0: There's a new world coming And it's just around the bend There's a new world coming This one's coming to an end There's a new voice calling You can hear it if you try And it's growing stronger With each day that passes by There's a brand new morning, wise and clear and sweet and free. There's a new day dawning that belongs to you and me. Yes, a new world's coming, the one we've had visions of, coming in peace, coming in There's a new world coming, this one is coming to an end There's a new voice calling, you can hear it if you try
2: breathing meditation to help you through these difficult times sit with both feet flat on the floor or in the lotus position legs uncrossed crossed and your spine straight it would be nice if you would raise your palms and hold your forefinger and thumb together that's called your circuit Close your eyes and start taking a deep breath. Allow your mind to flow down to your heart center, the fourth chakra. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Another deep breath. Release the breath. Another deep breath. Release the breath. Now listen. And listen to your name being called with respect. Say it in your mind with respect. The full name you are using now. Then take another deep breath and have your attention on the breath.
4: Your new mantra is
2: I am safe, it's only change. Close your eyes and just imagine that you're breathing through your heart as if your heart were your lungs allow the breath to breathe you breath in breath out breath in breath out do this gradually and without force The breath will go inside of you. Breath in and breath out. Breath in and breath out.
4: Deeper and deeper. Very
2: gently. Very gently. Feel the breath lifting you up. Up out of worry out of fear into the light of bliss and peace. Feel your angels lifting you up under your arms, higher and higher. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in, and breathe out. As you have the exhale, drop yourself back down into your heart. In the inhale, you're being lifted up by your angels. On the exhale, you're going back down into your heart, up to your angels. Down to your heart. Up to your angels. Down to your heart. And each time you drop down, you're going deeper and deeper inside. You're raising up into the light, and you're dropping back down to your heart filled with bliss. Then feel the peace and feel the release of darkness, fear, and hopelessness. Every time you drop down,
4: more of the
2: darkness,
4: fear, and hopelessness leave your body. Let
2: Let the breath flow.
4: Let
2: the breath flow. Allow yourself to get very deep. The darkness and fear are melting. Breathe in and feel your angels lift you up.
4: When you feel
2: the darkness is gone and you feel the light. Let yourself get very deep, and as you exhale this time, feel the love you have for a partner. When you drop down, send out a beam of that love. Breathe in. Feel the love you have for a child. When you drop down, send out light to that child. Breathe in. Get lifted up. Come back down to the heart and feel the love that you have for a pet or animals. Release the breath. Send out the light. You're being lifted up again. Breathe in. Now think of an ill friend that needs healing. Send the light out to that friend. When you drop down, breathe in, feel yourself lifted up, feel the love you have for the nature, for trees, for our food and our green grass. Feel that in your heart. Take a deep breath, get lifted up. Drop down again, and send light out around the world for a pure, clean planet. Breathe in. Lift yourself up. Feel the angels. Bring down the light, and send it out again for a pure, clean planet. Keep breathing in a rhythm. Begin to feel gratitude and praise for all that you have and all that you are. Feel gratitude for a raise at work. Feel gratitude for a wish being granted. Think of that wish now. Keep breathing in and out. See that wish being fulfilled. Breathe in. Breathe out. Feel the gratitude. When you do, you are building your heart field. You are strengthening the fourth chakra. When you slow down the breath, and feel the raising up to your angels and the light, and the dropping back down into your heart and love, all of your body systems become coherent and begin to release stress. And your inner organs are going to flow together to the beat of the heart in perfect harmony. Feel the beautiful music Let's do the mantra again. I am safe. It's only change. This time, visualize sparkles of light. Brilliant white light. Like a cluster of falling stars coming down and falling you and surrounding you. They are the diamonds coming from the 12th dimension. The God center and you are being blessed filled with light and protection your angels are with you you're surrounded by white light which is the holy spirit or the chi or the shakti whatever you want to call it and everything about you is flowing together in perfect harmony You are raising your frequency every time you're lifted up. And when you fall back into your heart, you're bringing in the energy of bliss and peace. Feel it now. Feel the energy of bliss and peace. You will see everything around you changing. This exercise has a massive impact on your life, your personal health, your personal relationships. And your main gift is feeling the presence of your angels and God. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Keep your eyes closed. Stay in that position. And listen to Richard Schulman as he plays Peace. Peace. I am in the energy of peace. I am safe. It's only change. Take a deep breath. Stay in the energies. (laughs)
4: Oh <laughs>